Oh my god! It's your Lena. Welcome, 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 hello, welcome! Hello, hello, hello! This is, uh, you know, a glass and a half of sangria into <laughs> just between us, girlfriends. I'm Josie. I'm Beck, and we are here to discuss episode thirteen, Henny, of season thirteen. Of season thirteen. Yes. I shrank the drag queens. That kind Henny. of. We did that all backwards and all wrong. <laughs> you do it. Uh, it's Henny, I drank. <laughs> She I is drunk. also a glass and a half fitting. of sangria in. Season 13, episode 13, Henny, I Shrunk the Drag Queens. There we go. In case you were unsure. Oh, deep breaths. <laughs> um, look, we have already decided this may not be the longest episode because there's a lot to discuss, but we're talking about five queens. Mm-hmm. And just as a whole, this episode is exactly how we expected it to go. Yeah. Um. They all did really well as a whole. Yep. Um, so we'll probably only be debating the controversial topics like Candy Muse's outfit and Ooh. the like. Ooh. So let's get straight into it, I think. Let's. I'm going to just take control and uh, go over the roles. We had no mini challenge this week. We mm-hmm. went straight into the maxi challenge, which was, uh, what do you call this? It's like a... It's like a, it's a acting challenge, acting but it's challenge. a green screen acting challenge. It's an acting challenge. It's not that complicated. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's a theatre. No, it's an acting theatrical uh, endeavour. That's right. Um, let's not overthink it. We had five characters to choose from. We mm-hmm. had Dominique Perignon, who was mean, power hungry, and a little cray cray. That and delusional. Went Candy Muse. Uh huh. Yes. Fitting. Correct. Uh, Margarita, which is a character who's smart, sexy, and a born leader, which ended up being Simone. Simone. Brandy, sarcastic, the sarcastic one, a real wisecracker. Our girl, Rosé. Ginger Ale, the dumb one, sweet but stupid. Olivia, duh. Lux. Wait, what? <laughs> Jay, it sounded like you said Olivia, duh. Well, I did, but I was like, Olivia took that role, duh. And it sounded like we've now retitled her to Olivia Deluxe. <laughs> Deluxe. Um, no tea, no shade. Okay, and the final role was Chardonnay, who's the whiny one, which was Got Mick. Mm-hmm. So, Josie, tell me, how do you think they went as a whole? Look, as a whole, I thought this was cute. It was fun. I mean, it was stupid. But aren't they all? Like, just in general, it was a stupid little acting challenge but I thought it was fun it made me giggle I thought they all did a really good job I think the moment Olivia said she wanted this sweet but stupid role I was like oh no see you later Olivia um I think that kind of was a real misstep on her part ironically I felt the same way about Candy with Dominique yeah, I can see that. I'm trying to think of what other roles she's... She hasn't necessarily played this role, but this role is Candy. Yeah. Um. So as in, like, the character that she played, you know, she was the clown in April Fool's or whatever, Fool's Rush In, um, that acting challenge from the RuPaul Mark challenge. She, in the Rusical, was the LinkedIn, the I'm a profesh sis. So she hasn't necessarily played this like villain, but she's kind of played the villain. Well, maybe actually, you know what? Maybe it's not even that when she said this, I was like, Oh, if you're typecasting yourself, maybe, maybe I'm actually 
remembering incorrectly and when she performed it I was like this is exactly what I expected from you uh-huh maybe that's what actually happened because mm-hmm. I can't I'm not <laughs> my memory's not great guys oh, um so I can't remember everybody's gonna I... be shocked that you can't remember <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I did watch this at like 11 p.m last night after a big day out so I feel like I feel like my in like I, I I generally try to be honest on this podcast and be like this was my instinct mm-hmm. and I feel like I did watch it and be like oh well that's kind of what I expected but I can't tell you that honestly because it was a little bit late at night but I mean to be fair you're not wrong like it was the little cray cray part very much candy I mean she said it herself mm-hmm. in the confessional that she's like you know this part she's you know a bit crazy she's kind of the playing the villain and she's a bit delusional duh that's me yeah you know yeah um whereas I didn't really have any thoughts about got Mick as the whiny one or um Rosé as the sarcastic one and even Simone as the leader Mm -hmm. smart sexy like I didn't really have any thoughts about that but that could have also been the edits um as a whole I think they all did really well I think so too as a whole, when we get the judges' comments and it's like, yeah, Olivia, this is what we expected of you. We wanted to see something different and candy, switch it around. Yeah. Switch it around. Switch it around, please. Switch it around. Switcheroo. I did two things at the same time. Um, I feel like Got Mick, we've seen the whiny kind of character before as well, but yeah. she just did it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, this isn't that far from like her Paris Hilton um, or even just kind of got Mick in general this kind of like oh gorge yeah <laughs> correct but she had some really great little moments yes the obvious one being her you know cat fight if thank you, you. Want, for lack of a better term <laughs> I was gonna call it something like her pistol de resistance <laughs> which is like the cat fight but I was like stop overthinking it um yeah, she did a great job in this. And look, I feel that way about Got Mick in general. I think she just knows herself so well and has come to that point. Like, no matter what Got Mick did, I think I would enjoy it because Got Mick yes. is just having fun. And mm-hmm. that's I feel like infectious. Got Mick has been the one queen through all of this who we saw that one moment in week one with her lyrics that kind of threw her or whatnot. But after that, we've really not seen Gottmik get... Well, and wasn't that because she hadn't openly said... she ha- Yeah, she hadn't discussed it with the other queens. Like, yeah. her her gender situation. Um, but apart from that, we really haven't seen Gottmik get in her head or get, um, you know, wound up by the competition. It's kind of just been like, all right, this will be fun. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, maybe had these brief moments of like, oh, I'm not going to be good at comedy or roasting. But, but then it's all, also it. like, all right, let's just do it. Let's yeah. go for it. And does it far beyond her own expectations of herself, I think. Correct. Um, and I think that's what makes Got Mick such a strong contender. Um, yeah. Got Mick was really really good easily could have been the winner this week I think now we've talked very generally because I <clears throat> opened up that can of worms excuse me <clears throat> individually Candy Muse's Dominique Perignon can I just say yes possibly my favourite Candy Muse look of all time <gasps> she looked stunning uh, I would say this probably is my favourite Candy Muse look um, close the probably comes close from the fact that we may not roast. be able to remember 
Oh, the roast was beautiful. That was a gorgeous look as I well. still have the magician look in the back of my mind as well. Which no, is a little bit I liked more, this more. A little bit less glamour, a little bit more fun and playful. And, and themey. Yeah. Um, but she looked stunning. I love it. Gorgeous. Um, the hair, the makeup, the slit with the like little exposed panties, panties showing underneath. Yeah. Just everything about this was perfection in terms of the look. Now, performance was very good, but it was just Candy Muse. See, I don't even think it was just Candy Muse. I just don't think it was exceptional. It was good. Like, it was good. But did she stand out to me? No. no. And that's all I have to say about that. I don't think she did a poor job. I just... And I unmemorable. would have been really interested to have seen what Simone might have done with this character. I would have a hundred percent agree with you. Um, I would if if I were casting this, I would put Simone in that role. I would put Candy in the sweet but stupid role, mm. and I would put Olivia in the like strong leader role. Like, show us something different. I would switch it up with Got Mick. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Got Mick could do something different as well. I wouldn't um, want to see I wouldn't want to see Got Mick in the dumb role. I think she could do that. It's kind of similar to the whiny role in, in some ways. As with Olivia, I yeah. wouldn't want to see Olivia in Chardonnay because I think she could have done that easily. Yep. Um, I would have kind of liked to see Mick in the sarcastic role. Yeah, actually, she would have been good in that. Um, I wouldn't have hated seeing Rosé in the Rosé could have stupid, done it. She could have done anything. any of them, to Let's be honest. Let's be fair. She's clearly diverse, a talented actor. Yes. Um, but yeah, look, Candy, I thought she did well. It was good. But was I blown away? No, I no. wasn't. But maybe we weren't blown away because we've seen this sort of role from her before. Albeit not Correct. verbatim. The mean one, yeah, the yeah. power hung a little cray cray, but it could also just be that it's not so far from the edits we've seen with you know, well, you're arrogant. In- Am I arrogant? Am I arrogant? Am I? It could just be that it ties into her edits on this season well, as well. That and I was seen- gonna say, in her defense, maybe she didn't know that was gonna be her edit, but she sat there in the confessional saying, Oh, this is so me, yeah, like. Playing the villain. Like, she knows she's been playing the villain. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you know what? Let's say the positives about this that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed her facial expressions in this role. Yes. She had some moments where she really did some key things with her face. And look, you and I were even saying – sorry, I'm pointing at you with this pen like I'm going to stab you. Um, <laughs> you and I were even saying this role and this is what where Candy Mew suited it. Everybody, at least in Australia, went to school with a girl who mm-hmm. was way too loud – like might beat you up was probably the funniest person on Mm -hmm. the on the playground and I'm talking high school here who was kind of like you kind of hated her because she was so brash and so arrogant and so Uh like you were like yes we get it you've got confidence but you loved her yep (laughs) candy muse I just snorted loved her but was also a little bit scared a little bit scared of what might happen (laughs) so yeah you were never Mm -hmm. quite Sure, and we'll get to this when we talk about Olivia on the runway saying who mm. she thinks she should go mm-hmm. home. Yes. Um, but I think that's where she did well for this character. Is she? She. I don't know if anybody else could have done that as well. Yeah. Um, the the facial moment that really stuck with me was um, 
at the beginning when they're all on the runway and she goes the mama said I'm the prettiest queen and then she just had this moment of her face kind of like contorting in thought and like she that was a beautiful little moment for Candy Muse I don't have the memory for it but she had a few of those definitely <laughs> I'd need to rewatch it again and then straight away go for it um Simona's margarita um I thought this ro- okay starting out Simone did a great job um, I think this role was probably one of the lesser roles in terms of this character wasn't a caricature the way that some of the others were. Mm. It was just like kind of the, the character that kind of moved the story along. Correct. Um, almost like the narrator or the, I don't know, protagonist, I guess in a sense, of sort of kept it moving but wasn't necessarily an exciting character. Didn't have a lot of one-liners. Yes, um, exactly. Sorry, your your bun has come back to me and I'm smitten right now. <laughs> Quite a few times looking for some affection. Um, yes, so I think, and I'm trying to go back to when I watched this pre-judges comments, mm-hmm. I just think she was really strong. And yep. the edits of this, her, while they were filming indicated that she wasn't doing like give me more give me more yes um and I was worried for her going into the runway and all of that that maybe she was going to be in trouble um but I I'm glad she wasn't because I thought she did a great job yeah and the comments from the judges um forgive me I didn't write down her name the guest judge's name was Cynthia Arrivo yeah um, her comments saying, you know, you were really subtle. That made me so happy given mm-hmm. the edits we had with Simone this week where she was like, I've put so much pressure on myself. I just don't want to let anyone yeah. down, which we've had that storyline before. The fact that she succeeded that much in this role made me really, really happy. Yes, yeah, I would have felt gutted for Simone if she went into the top four in the bottom two. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad she was safe. Um, and I think being safe or high or whatever you class it at as at this point I think is what she needs to go ahead and take the crown if that's what the the situation will be exactly right you just want her to go forward with yeah she needs this boost of confidence at that point I think um Rosé is brandy shall you go first (laughs) you go first I always go first with Rosé well it's mainly because I ask you um because I'm a pushy broad um <laughs> I loved Rosé in this role I loved the outfit I love that she was a little bit more masculine I love that she did these weird eye things which I'm pretty sure I do so she did like um she did this one like oh, I don't know how to explain it like it was one eye closed like, like a Ugh. twitching one eye closed one open there was a lot of cross-eyed moments um, um totally my type of humor uh-huh. totally what I do on a daily basis and <laughs> like real like hammy um I told you, I kind of see Rosé in this role as B. Arthur in The Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Like, she just had the absolute, um, not brashness, but... It was brassy. Brassy is the word. Thank yeah. you. She had this brassiness that, that you needed for this character to make it a little bit more interesting than mm-hmm. if you were just, like, super... I don't know. It was yeah. something cartoonish about it, but not... Not in a bad way, in a sitcom way. It was. It was yes. Golden Girls B. Arthur. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. And I think um, I second everything you've said. 
I thought the look was great. I kind of loved her in this like short wig and this. I love. I loved everything about this. But mm. I think. I mean, which by the way, we didn't talk about Simone's look. I love Simone's look as oh, well. I yes. think like. I said, uh, I keep repeating things I've already said, but I'm so brilliant. Of course, I can remember everything I've said, but I can't remember one look. Um, it was like the Spice Girls. It shouldn't work, but it did with all yes. of their looks. Uh-huh. I loved all of their looks in this challenge. Agreed. But anyway, continue. Um, yeah, I thought she looked great. I kind of loved this Butch Queen look on her. I wouldn't be mad about seeing more of this. Um, <laughs> Candy Muse's Joey J fantasy is all I'm thinking right now. <laughs> Looking at me, Joey J vibes. I was like, what? Uh, Continue. Um, But I think, I mean, there's no denying that Rose is, I would say, probably the strongest actor in the bunch. And I would have been interested to see somebody else take on this role and if it would have been as interesting. Because, yes, there were some good little one-liners, but I think it was that. Those facial expressions and those little, like... I don't think anyone could have done it better than her. I don't think so either. Um, Mm. Which I think... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Are you saying it's a testament to just how good she is? I think that's... It's so weird that we can finish... Like, I know (laughs) what you're trying to say. Like, it's weird. (laughs) spend too much time together um yeah it is a testament to how talented she is and and her professionalism as i said the judges said you know we and it's even us sitting here saying i could put rose in any role and she'd be okay whereas i don't necessarily think i think mick has versatility yep and i don't think mick picked oh maybe she did typecast herself but uh i don't think mick's afraid though but then I think of Mick in the Ruse call being like, I want to be this Russian bot. Like, I feel like Mick is always looking for what's the situation that I can put myself in that's gonna, I'm going to have the most fun. And look, I might be misremembering things or we just didn't hear it, but exactly. She might have been like, oh, I get to be clawed at by a pussycat and that's why I want that role. That literally could be what yes. pushed her and yes. not even thinking about the fact that it's the whiny one. And I thoroughly enjoy and like give props to got mick for being like what's going to be the most fun for me Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's part of why she's doing so well and why she's so charming yeah because i think she's genuinely having a great time let's but yeah rose brilliant love her we know we know that rose you're a little bit biased too but absolutely i'm here to second your opinions to say no no she's strong this week i'm not well, no, I don't think there's weeks I where you've been wrong. I don't think I've ever wrong. been, like, totally – I just might be a little stronger in my – Or a little less critical. Yeah, for sure. For example, the mask look. We had different thoughts I about. I still think I'm not saying it was great. a bad look. I'm not saying it's a bad look. <laughs> it, it wasn't a bad look, but anyway. It, you, Moving on. Rose colour glasses. <laughs> oh, rose colour glasses. Whoa, you do have rose colour glasses. That needs to go on a <laughs> – pin cushion not a thing uh <laughs> olivia Lux's ginger ale you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying um look i thought she did a good job i loved her outfit i her love outfit these was, little converse oh these little sneakers. shoes were so cute um and her little run was yes. so cute it was like this little um like wind up toy like yeah um which is a choice it's a choice yes um but we've seen it once, we've seen it again. I wasn't that surprised. And I think 
Okay, to be completely honest, I think whatever role Olivia chose, she would have had. This. We would have seen a version yeah. of this. I mean, we. Th- I think back to the Rusical mm. where she was meant to be kind of the villain, and it was still played kind of cutesy. Yeah. Um, and that's her brand, and that's fine. But for RuPaul's Drag Race, they want versatility. It's also the difference between, and I'm trying to think of. Uh, I don't think we've got these kind of actresses anymore, but mm, who am I thinking? There's some actresses that are going to always be in rom-coms and that's where they belong. And there's some actresses that are. So I think like Catherine Heigl is like a rom-com actress. Good one. Like Olivia Lux is Catherine Heigl. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Catherine Heigl's very... I was just about to compare someone to Meryl Streep and I was like, you can't do that. None of them are Meryl Streep. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's some people that are... You want versatility. Meryl Streep, you could... Like, Rosé, when I'm like, you could put her in any role. Meryl Streep, you could put her in any role. Julia Roberts. You could put Julia Roberts in any role. You could put her in a rom-com. Julia Roberts is a perfect example because Julia Roberts used to be the rom-com queen up until, like, my my best friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. And then she did... Mona um, Lisa Smile. No. Well, that wasn't like – that was kind of a step out. Or um, No, oh, I'm thinking of um, uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind where she plays oh, like – like yeah, she totally did a few roles. Um, even when she did like Ocean's Eleven, I remember one of my friends who's an actor was like, it's Julia Roberts playing a character who's not Julia Roberts, who looks like Julia Roberts, who's playing Julia Roberts. So she has to play herself but pretend like she's uncomfortable playing. Like, yeah. that's a difficult role to play. Yeah. That might have been Ocean's 12 or Ocean's 13. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, whatever. Julia Roberts actually pre, I think, you're right. Mona Lisa's smile was, I wouldn't. It was a little, it, okay. It was still like a fluffy, very like hyper feminine. But, like, but it wasn't like a goofy rom-com like. I don't yeah. know, like Pretty Woman well, or Runaway Erin Brockovich, Bride. Sorry, let's just whatever. go straight to the Oscar winning there role. There we Erin go. Brockovich. So it was like when she did Erin Brockovich, it was like, holy heck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we are sidetracking <laughs> because of God knows why I did this. Um. Olivia Lux is not quite there yet. No. Olivia Lux is in her rom-com phase and mm-hmm. I have no doubt at some point she will make that transition and yep. get herself an Oscar, <laughs> drag race style. <laughs> But that's what we saw tonight. Yeah. We saw, you know what, you do it very well and I really enjoyed it, but. Meh. Yeah. But what else? I want more. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to with Olivia for me is I always just want a little bit more. And I think that's part of why I haven't connected with her is because it just never quite reaches to what I think she's going to give me. Like, I think I've had high expectations of her and it just never quite reaches my expectation. I just don't even know how to put my finger on it because it's very good what she does. Mm -hmm. It's just a little vanilla. Yeah, vanilla's the perfect word for it. And if you... And, fuck, I love vanilla ice cream, man. Like, give me some vanilla, but... I don't know. Maybe I just want the natural vanilla bean in it. I don't know what it is, but something is missing. And I, yeah. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. And I don't think you can either. And although in well, this... Well, I've been saying it all season. I can't figure out why, but I just... Because on paper, it's oh, all right. Exactly. And it's not like but for some reason you're watching I... her and being like, she's not good. No. She's not talented. I But uh, I, just... I just don't really care. Yeah. Mm. 
And I and I can't figure out why. Like I, I don't like care. her. Yes. But I just don't really care about what's coming out next. Why? Give me one Olivia Lux look that you remember. I just remember the, the Dream Girls yellow one. I think of the braids where she wore the same wig as Candy Muse. Yeah. Oh, ugh, I didn't like that look. I anyway, didn't like that look either. Let's Anywho. not let's not bash on Olivia Lux. No, I'm sad she's. I think Olivia no, Lux I'm not is sad great. she's gone. Let's not lie. Um, I'm glad she's gone because I think this is exactly where her journey needed to end. Uh-huh. And um, I think, you know what? I just wish Denali was here instead of oh, her. I know, me too. Anyway. It should have been Denali. Finally. Um, but yes, let's move on. Chardonnay, got Mick. Pussycat moment is... Oh. Listen, I, I'm i just going to say it and let's get this out so we're not harping on okay. a say point. It. If Got Mick didn't have that moment with the cat where she was being tickled in this and uh-huh. that, I think she could have been in the same position as Candy Muse and Olivia Lux. Yeah, I think you I think you could be right. Um I think had she not had that truly phenomenal moment. Beautiful. Love it. Um, Show me again. Particularly the tickle part. Watch now it you're again. being tickled. <laughs> <laughs> now kick it. <laughs> um which is maybe why she picked it, but I mean, who knows? But I think you're right. I think had she not had this moment, it very easily could have gone into that territory of eh, you did a great job, but we've seen this from you before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved every second of it. Let's face it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just got Mick is so magnetic, mm. um, and I think you know to kind of be repetitive. I think it's just that there's this pure joy and enjoyment in everything that she does that, you know, she finds the fun in everything and that's fun to watch. Yeah. Like you want to see people enjoying themselves. You don't want to see people who are miserable or in their heads or whatever. Like it's more fun to watch people having fun. And I think that's what we get from Got Mick with well, every challenge. And I would argue the same with Rosé. Yeah, I think when when push comes to shove with this top four, as we get there, um, those two have it together more than the others. I would agree. I think Rose is a little more calculated um, in terms of she is a perfectionist for sure. And while she's always looking for the fun in it, I think even when she's having fun. I think there's an inner monologue that's going through her head of like, mm. now I'm going to do this and now I'm going to do that. And it's brilliant because that's what makes her so good. And, mm. you know, talking about the professionalism and all of that. But I do think there is a little less of that totally free. Yeah, but I think she's more polished than Mick because of that as well. Yes, so. exactly. It's it's a balance. The other. Exactly. Let's go on to the runway. Yes, let's. Can, if I mispronounce this, correct me, but it's hot pocket. No? <laughs> sure. How do you say it? Uh, no, no. I don't think there's a right way to say it because the fact of the <laughs> matter like, is. You, you just said fact, sure. Like I said that completely <laughs> wrong. Like it's no, no, no. It's hatui pocket day. <laughs> well, um, it's a play on hot pocket, obviously. Oh, I didn't even get that. That's cuter. Oh. I like that. Um, <laughs> like hot pockets. Well, hot which, by the way, we don't have is translated to high. Yeah. So, so like it's hot- like. Haute couture. Haute couture is like... Um, high fashion. High fashion. Yeah, like handmade, high fashion. Um, and so this is a play on that. Which needs to be said pockets. when we're talking about how we critique these runaway looks. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is why I'm harping on it and why I looked it up before we recorded. Um, because all in all, apart, like, I'm just going to give my general thoughts. I kind of liked everyone's look overall, even Candy Muses, except for Olivia's because I just found it a bit boring. Yeah. Um, but once I got the judges' critiques and on the second look of Candy Muses – I can see it. I can see why it was a bit messy, how the hem wasn't straight and how like yeah. you looked at the fabric and I was like, yeah, why have we got watermelon and like this black floral? Like it was a bit confusing. Um, let's go one by one. Simone with her zip jean, wide leg, paramour inspired emo look. Okay. I think this isn't my favorite Simone look. This is my least favorite Let me Simone put it out look. there. This is not my favorite Simone look, but I have a very – as a child of the emo scene I have a deep appreciation for this um Hayley Williams reference um my face is like I'll let you finish (laughs) (laughs) I've got an appreciation for it basically that as, as soon as she walked around the corner I knew exactly what she was giving us and I appreciate that um but yeah, this isn't my favourite Simone look. I hate this wig more than anything. I hate how <laughs> low it is on the forehead. I hate the colours. I love the look. I love the zip denim yeah. wide leg look. Yeah. But I just hate the wig. If we could change that, I don't know how to change it. But if that wig was anything else, I think I would prefer it. Full stop. And I know it's a reference. I don't get the and... reference. I don't appreciate the reference. <laughs> We're going to... I thought it was ugly. We're going to watch the video for Misery Business by Paramora. Okay. This. Well, that's maybe... <laughs> see, I don't get the reference. So, yeah. um, in saying that... And that's that, very much me as a, like, 15-year-old. In like, saying that... Sorry to con- cut you off and continue my thought. Please um, do. That's me being very harsh because we're talking top five. So, I still liked it overall, but I didn't love it. And I expect yes. a lot from Simone because I think overall Simone's looks... I didn't love the foxy look. No, I didn't love that. But, but for I... the most part, her runway has been pretty flawless. Even on. like I was saying to you, we go back to the spring fall look, whatever it was, or the dark. Which vixen. I didn't love. Well, but I don't I... think I loved it. But I think back to that and I'm like, I prefer that to this look. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. No, I think I prefer this. And when I say it's not my favorite Simone look, I still really like it. And I'm literally just talking about change that wig up and I think I'd be like oh my god I love like I think it's just the wig I hate and maybe it's Tina Burner's fault let's blame Tina Burner <laughs> I don't know and this is what I also said to you I was like I don't know emo I don't know I was just maybe that little bit older that it didn't quite have the empowerment didn't have that impact on me right of me on me um <laughs> no that's fair enough just that little bit older that I was like it wasn't cool for me right yeah yeah I mean I don't know that I was that cool but no, but I mean, like, definitely... you know, Spice Girls for a 13-year-old girl is fun. Uh-huh. Spice Girls for a 16-year-old girl isn't as fun. So, like, I mean, I think I'm a little bit older than you than that. But it's, it's yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah. where whatever age you were, that imp- you were – anyway, whatever. Is Paramore similar age to, like, Avril Levine, Le- Levine Skater Boy? Uh, I think Paramore was a bit later than Right, exactly. So, like, the Avril Levine Skater Boy was, like – I would have been – I want to say that I was in like year seven or something when right. Skater Boy came out and Paramore was like my late high school. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk anymore because we're going to get all our references wrong. Yes, we are. Um, that's more than me talking um, about. And do you know what? Me than you. That's <laughs> – sorry. 
purpose. This is potentially why I think to some of the queens that I like really connect with, they're ones like Rose, Trixie Mattel, you know, even Simone. I'm like, these are all queens that are my age. So their references, like Trixie, Rose, and I are all within like three or four months of each other. Right. Like, they are literally my age. And that's potentially why I gravitate towards yeah. them. Because I'm like, your references are exactly my references. Your experiences are very in tune with my own ones. Um, I have to think on that for myself because Katya is a little bit older than me. Bianca's even older than me. And I know you love Bianca as well. Yeah. And I love Katya as well. But they're but not Miss the Crackers, ones. Like, Miss Cracker's like a bit younger than me. Yeah, Cracker's a little older than me. I have no idea about like I've got a I've got a white like Monet Exchange. I'm like how old well, is Monet? And like Monet's my age as well. There you go. So I've got a whole white. Which is white, again why I love Monet. I don't like, have an age. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter. But it was just it was something that I've realised recently that I was like, that's interesting. Mm. That these queens that I like I mean, it makes really sense. Gr- well, of course it makes sense. Mm. But it's interesting that it's like these queens that I really gravitate towards. It's interesting to consider, like, why. But see, like, I think some, some of Rosé's some but... of Rose's references, like the mask, that's a very young. That's like ninety-two, surely. That's pretty young. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. I reckon the mask came out when I was in primary school. I like well, have I mean, memories of going maybe to it see 95. it at the cinemas. Oh, I could be wrong. Anyway, anywho, it's just interesting. Maybe to I'm note. getting actually, it's ninety four, so maybe I'm getting mixed up with Ace Ventura, which might have been a bit earlier. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's move on to Olivia Lux's pocket. Oh, Ace Ventura is ninety four as well. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I was nine, and if Rose is your age, then she was quite we young. Five. So, yeah. Anyway, anywho, just Olivia interesting. Lux, diamond pockets, ugly, ugly, boring, boring. Did yeah. not like it. She looked beautiful. Eh. I'm dancing while I'm saying that, by the way. <laughs> um, um, but I wasn't surprised. No, I, I wasn't surprised. Wasn't blown away. I didn't like this wig. I didn't like the proportions of the pockets on her hips that were like they made. Her and they wide. weren't. I feel like they weren't even pockets. It was just like a big bow. No, they were, and they that were was big like pockets. the part that was sticking out. They like, were big pockets. They were kind of like, but they, it wasn't done well. We've seen things. No. Um, I completely agree with the judges that it's like, yes, this is pretty. But is it about pockets? No. It might have pockets, but it's not about pockets. Yeah. Um, well, she kept referencing her diamond look as well. Well, and I just didn't like the dress. I didn't like it anyway. I like, don't tend to like a print like this. No, neither do I. Even if it's done well. So, like, if you made Simone's wig into her dress, I'd be like, mm. like you know, like a flame yeah, dress. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. mm, I don't love this kind of graphic look at, at best of times. But yeah, agreed. I think she looked beautiful. Um, I just didn't like this. It was boring. That's all I have to say about that. How about you? Yeah, look, I don't have a whole lot more to say. Um, this is why she just, ended in the bottom. Yeah. This pocket look wasn't that exciting. And I think rightfully so. Between her performance, which was a bit boring because we've seen it before. Well, I don't think it <clears> – <throat> I'm not saying her performance was boring. I'm saying – it was boring because it was expected. Exactly. Thank we you. Haven't expected seen... is the better word she for it. She didn't elevate this this week and, and we that go, yeah. performance yep. was expected. This look was expected. It was all very good, but I don't care about any of it. Well, because we're not seeing diversity, as we've said. Yes. Can we just move on to yes, Rosé's mod black and white pocket look? Full stop. Okay. Now – Having already said that, like, Trixie is my – probably my number one. 
I feel like this is a combination of Trixie Mattel and Rosé all mashed into one and this is like my fantasy Fair. world. Um, I love this little like mod black and white look. I loved this hair. Um, the sock was what got the, me. The, the knee high Oh, just everything. Like, I, I know that sounds weird. <clears throat> the sock is what got me. But the fact that you can wear, when I look at a boxy kind of mod look full stop uh-huh. on any size queen, the proportions have to be right. Um, it's not an easy look for any woman to pull off, Mm-mm. by the way. It's a very like twiggy kind of-esque. So if you pulled off a mod look or I pulled off a mod look, there's a way to do it for our different body types Correct. that works. And when Rosé walked down and I was like this, you know, she's a petite queen. Uh-huh. Um, but it was the perfect length. It was the perfect width. It was this little sock that made it dainty again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had this little reveal where the jacket came off. I just like was like, <gasps> yeah, I just it just made me really happy. I And I would wear this in a heartbeat. The only thing, and I am being picky because we're top five. I did not love that full white eyelid makeup. Yeah, I'll give you that. I liked it, but I can I can appreciate. I would have just preferred a, no white makeup and the cut crease, which yeah, is like the yeah, black yeah, yeah. liner in the yep. crease. I find that look. I find a mod look beautiful, and I'm thinking of like Andy Warhol's. Um, is it Worker Girl? Uh, There's a particular woman. Um, I don't know. What, I can. Sienna I know Miller played her yeah, in the movie, yeah, and yeah. it's like Worker Girl, and it's like that real. It's a twiggy look. It's it's yeah. all of that. It's beautiful. Um. I would have preferred that and been a bit cleaner than a white lid with the same thing. But Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, perhaps that wouldn't have read as well on the runway. Perhaps it would have read like, as well with this look, correct. Who knows? Perhaps but, that's a genuine reference that I just don't get as well. Maybe there is this I mean, model maybe. that's all white. Um, maybe. I didn't mind it, but I can I see you get point. what I'm – yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I loved this. I thought it was great. It was my second favourite look on the run- runway. Yeah, it was my second favorite look on the runway too. Now we go to Candy Muse's controversial mishmash. I've written. We said. I said we need to go back and say. Um, I, we, I remembered her saying. It was like a reference a Japanese, to kind of like Japanese. Uh, and I can't remember like, what part of Japanese culture, whether she said anime or whether she said like, what's the the girls that are like. Anyway, whatever. I missed. Or like she, Harajuku. Something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. She said something, and I can't remember. And we said we'd go back, and we haven't clarified, but. I think that's the element of this look that I liked. I actually didn't hate this and, you know, I haven't been Candy Muse's biggest cheerleader this whole season. So to be like, oh, I don't hate this. Um, yeah. This is the same thing. Yeah. I had a very similar reaction that I, it was interesting because she walked around the corner and I sort of said, oh, I don't hate this. And then the more she walked, I was like, <laughs> it's like we've just said, I don't hate this like four times. Well, like, but then I was like, I mean- do I hate it? no I don't think I do no I think I kind of like it and so I'd kind of come to the conclusion that I was like no I kind of like it I hate this wig let me just put that out there I hate this wig I also think like it's the wrong wig for her face shape and head shape we are saying I don't hate this so much because she got red yes so well and because it was kind of um We've then contemplated our taste levels. Confusing because there was a lot happening. So I think it's a natural look to look at. It wasn't just a dress. I was like, well, there's so much happening. Do I, am I a fan of this? Do I not like it? And then she got. I liked some of the colors. I liked the color blocking. I liked the color blocking. I liked how the sleeve was tight. So there were definitely elements of this when we stopped and looked at it again that I was was like. like, No, I do like it. I like it. But Um, there were also when the judges were like, your hemline's not neat. Or I'm like, why have we got watermelon and floral? Like I've said just before on this podcast, it's like, yeah, that's confusing. And then 
yeah, looking at that wig and you were even saying because she's got such a big face and a big neck, we didn't have that as much as I've hated on the choker before. Well, we didn't have (laughs) – with the wig sitting at her chin line, essentially it made her look bigger as well. Yeah, it made it look like her neck was the same width as her face, which it's not. But because that that wig cut her off right at the wrong point, it just – it was so unflattering to her to her face um and the makeup i think looked better and untucked but on the runway just wasn't looked a little messy looked a bit messy um but look, so in general just a little bit sloppy a bit messy but i didn't hate this look so when candy came out my initial thoughts were um, before the judges' critiques, it's Olivia, Candy, and possibly Simone. And then they loved yeah. her look, and I was like, okay, it's Olivia and Candy. Yeah. Because I just hated that wig so much that I thought, shit, that's going to end her in the bottom. I kind of thought, well. Yeah. Yeah. Comparatively, look at Rose, yeah. strong, strong. Mick will get to strong, strong. Um, so I wasn't sure. And then when the judges' critiques came up, I was like, okay. So regardless of my thoughts on this runway, it is it ended pretty much what I expected. Yeah. So yep. I but I my bias is that I probably expected Candy to do worse than this. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Despite the fact that like what she wore in the challenge, she I loved. Like if she came, not that it was on didn't the fit runway the, category. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the thing with Candy is we never know whether we're going to get the best or the worst of her. And this and is I, something in between for me. And I think that's what's tricky with Candy is when she's good, she is so fucking good. Yeah. But when she's bad, She's it's, horrid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she flops, she flops. Yeah. Um. So look, I don't think this was a major flop, but I definitely get the, the judges critiques, critiques yeah for sure let's move on to my favorite look on the runway which is clearly your favorite look yeah. on the runway got mix flasher watch just brilliant i just everything about this the details down to the watches on like the ankle bands of her shoes um it was beautiful oh. this gold like i don't even know how to describe it i know it was probably just a <coughs> corseted kind of it's like this spangly little but it wasn't, showgirl dress almost like but was it a dress or was it a leotard or was it somewhere in between like it was i don't know I feel like it was anyway whatever but it was but her makeup oh my god please someone paint my face makeup and just she's everything so about goofy this. yeah and so beautiful <laughs> at the same time like i just I just, I just, I loved this look so much. I did too. I just thought it was absolutely gorgeous. That's that. That's that. Like, what else can you say? Well, and also just like her presentation, you've sort of said it a bit, you know, she's so goofy, but like her presentation on the runway is just always the icing on the cake. Yeah. Forgot Mick as well. Basically, Got Mick is the kind of performer that I shouldn't like it. In, not the looks and everything, but like there are some things got mixed up, got mixed, got mixed does, and I'm like I shouldn't like this, but I just do. Like she could sell ice to Eskimos. Uh huh. That's how I feel about got Mick. And what I'm saying is we could pick her apart and be like you could do this better or that better, but I don't care. Uh huh. Um, because she's having fun, because yep. she knows herself, because she's just a goofy queen. I don't yep. know, but I just adore her. I do too. Let's. Do you have any further thoughts? Do we want to do like our – who we thought – I just think it's pretty – I th- I think it was pretty clear. I think – Let's move on to um, the lip sync. 
Yeah, I think – oh, look, I think we had Rosé as our winner of the challenge. I think well-deserved. Yep, I was I glad. Think it, I was glad too. I thought Simone might win. I thought she might have as well. And I Once think, we got the judges' critique. And I wouldn't have been mad about Simone winning either. No. But I do think that and I kind Rose of said to you, was a deserved winner. Gottmik was really strong, but I think given she picked something whiny, yep. that was what we've seen before, albeit excellent. Yeah. Um, I think that's what put her in third place. I so agree. the the final placings, Rose, Simone got Mick, first, second, third, happy with that. Yep. Bottom two, Olivia and Candy. Happy with that. Happy I with that. I think it makes sense. I think it's fair. I just want to, um, before we move on to the lip sync, I do just want to say I felt really bad for a lot of the queens in this episode, though, how much pressure they put on themselves. Yeah. To the point where we've got high blood pressure in the... Oh, I know, like high blood pressure and like panic attacks. And you've got Simone crying in confessionals. Like you really, I was feeling it this week. I mean, you know that... We haven't seen it this heavy, though, I think. No. Like, think of last season. We had a little bit of Gigi Good being like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But get on with it kind of thing. Yeah. This was... They've done a lot of producers' edits where it's like, holy shit, girls. I like, feel like this season we're seeing a lot more of... Not the behind the scenes, but we're seeing a lot more of the realities of Drag Race in terms of, um, you know, we're seeing a bit more of that high pressure we're seeing um even in this episode of you know leaving simone behind on the runway because she's taken her shoes off Mm. um these little moments of being like we're in the top four like sort of zooming in on that like they're just really small moments but i feel like we're kind of being let behind the curtain a little bit that it's not just this facade that there's and i think quite honestly i think where that comes from is this um, big push to try and humanize the queens because there's been so much hate online from this toxic fandom um, that, you know, I think humanizing them and being like, look, these are people. These are people and they're yeah. under pressure and they feel joy, but they feel sad. Like, you know, because I think when it's been this perfect facade, it kind of gets lost. And that's why people think it's okay to be assholes online. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason that's totally. I also wonder into if things. COVID's had a bit of an impact. Well, and yeah, what I mean maybe, by that is, you know, maybe feel- we're looking at life in a bit of a different way. Yeah, and are they feeling more pressure because of the sacrifices they had to make to get there, even more maybe. so than usual? I'm or- always thinking like the edits sorry i see where you're going and i'm going to do my opinion was of a different uh-huh. um pathway where we've talked about it before with even the judges comments are a little bit nicer yes. this season and i wonder if it's because mind you then you talk about rupaul's h&m comment well give me more so maybe i'm Oof. wrong but i just wonder if you know um our psyche as a society and what matters as a whole has uh-huh. changed and that's coming across with the producers edits yeah remembering they also lost was it last year jackie who was one of the main am i making that up oh god oh oh i was thinking of jackie cox i was like what no 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 one of the producers um one of the story producers yes so maybe there's been a you just don't know maybe but maybe there's, been there's a, been shift, a shift sort of behind where it's the like scenes whether it's conscious or not, mm-hmm. there's a value to life that 
maybe that's just coming across full stop because that's maybe. where we're at. That like, you know, we need to appreciate yeah. the little things and, and who knows? Remembering as well, you and I have watched Dry Grace very quickly back to back. Yeah. Not having lived through the context of the season that we're watching. So this is really yeah. only the second season that we're watching and I'm talking US specifically. Yeah where we've watched it live in context. So we could just be making stuff up. And maybe if we watched it at the time, we would feel differently. Or we'd have more to say about it that's actually valid. Yeah, true. Very true. Anywho, we digress. Shall we talk about this lip sync? Um, I love this song. This is a great lip sync song. Um, Got Candy Muse and... Olivia Lux. I was like, are you going to remember her name? Come on now. <laughs> like Candy Muse and um, uh, who's that one? Vanilla Lux. I don't know. It's horrible. Um, <clears throat> I make it sound like I hate Olivia Lux. I really don't. We don't hate anyone. Let's no. be clear. We're, we're picking, picking hairs. Not a thing. Splitting <laughs> hairs. We're nitpicking because it's a competition. Yeah. So, you know, they're all and fantastic. And a really tough competition Correct. at this so, point. Um, um, I am making fun of you, though. I know. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I thought this was a great lip sync. I thought they both did a good job. I think pre the decision, gut win. Honestly. Gut win, I, on my first watch, I thought Olivia did a bit of a stronger job. Interesting. Second watch, I think Candy took it. But regardless, I think the right decision was made. First watch, Candy took it. Second watch, Candy took it. Olivia Lux, I think, has never done better in a lip sync from what we've seen. And the reason why I say that is I I still – I go back to her disco win. Like, that Olivia Lux is what I wanted to see in this lip sync, and we got an element of that. Um but what I, we missed, which I'm glad we missed, was there was an earlier lip sync. She did a lot of on-the-nose stuff. Now, she did it with one thing, like pointing at a watch or something in this one. Yeah. But she just looked beautiful and glamorous. And yeah. I think this was a near-on perfect lip sync with a little cha-cha-cha moment yep. or salsa moment. I don't know what you'd technically call it. Um, but I think Candy was funnier and more original. Yep. And had this great moment with the perfectly timed glitter. Um I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I, I don't mind that. I just, no. I don't mind that stuff. Um, when it's done well, obviously. Yeah. It was done well. It was well, done well. But I just. But sort of. I want to see the lip sync where you draw me in with a lift of an eyebrow. Yes. And you build from. I want to see. What's your favorite lip sync? Denali, 100% pure. No, no, Oh, no. no. Of this season, sorry. All Of all time is Brooklyn and Evie. And sorry, both of sorry. those, that was pure talent and what they do well. Like that lip sync is iconic and there's no bells there's no, and whistles. No. It's just them being them. That's what I want to see in the lip sync. So I don't mind this stuff and I'm throwing glitter up in the air yeah. for those that can't see me. Well, and I think <laughs> which what is also awesome. made that lip sync so brilliant is that I don't think any of it was planned. Like you watch it and you see um, Brooklyn goes into like, a backbend or something and then Evie looks at her and goes oh yeah I can do that and then goes into a backbend like yeah. they're kind of playing off each other being like yeah, trying to perfect, one up each other each time they're like you can do that alright I'm going to do this oh you think you can do that alright fine I'll do this like it was just it was brilliant lip sync uh, um, still gives me this chills. was not a brilliant lip sync it was a great lip sync no. 
but it's not going to be one that I remember. Um, no. And, but look, I think it was the right decision. I'm really happy with this top four. Will I be happy if Candy Muse wins? No, I will not. I'm going to put I it out there now. She won't. I don't think Candy's a, con- a true contender. That's an awful thing to say. But I just think it's based on the fact that we haven't had consistency. Uh-huh. When she's good, she's good. When she's bad, she's horrid. Um, you could say the same for Simone, but I think Simone, it's more about being in her head. And yes. I think for me, look, I mean, I guess if Candy gets it right, she could win. But we've talked about this already, you and me, across the week. And it's Rosé's for the taking if Rosé isn't too calculated. Yeah. It's mixed for the taking if she pulls out that performance um, she sounds like the dumbest thing. That, like, if she performs really well, she'll <laughs> win. But I just like I, I think back to Mick in the Russian. Yes, as a Russian, like you want to see that, like versus like day one lip sync. I that can't even remember exactly, to be honest. which was kind of like. But to be fair, that was like what sixteen or eight lip syncs or however many lip syncs. It was in, like, like five years ago at this yeah. point. Yeah, um, I'd have to rewatch. But them it to was have an it was a very kind of basic there was nothing really to it lip sync um and then simone if she's in her head may not get it but if any of these queens get it right which someone will obviously but yeah. oh, i just can't wait i can't call it at this point because basically i can see i can't see candy taking it but that's probably because of her story thus far yeah. like the fact that she got sent home and got saved mm-hmm. um I can see everybody else taking it. For me at the moment, it's Rosé and Gottmik are the top contenders, but I can see how both Candy and Simone could snatch it. It's controversial, but a lot of people think Simone's a given for the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a few weeks ago, I thought the same thing. Oh, we've you picked know? her top four since day one, despite some of her losses. Well, to be quite honest, this is kind of the top four that, well, three of them we've are the top four that we've picked since one. pretty early on. It's been that fourth the spot only that's been thing, changing. Exactly. That fourth spot has changed. Um, it was Denali and then Denali left and then it kind of became Utica. And then Utica I've had went. I've had Tina Burner in there before because I'm like, well, you know what? Well, I think what, we though? had Tina at some point. I think I've had Tina at some point as well. nearly any queen that has had some – well, they all have merit. But at whatever point in the competition shone for us, we've put them in that fourth spot. Yep. But that top three of – Rosé, Simone and Gottmik has been pretty consistent from day one. Um, and really, I think any of those three could take it. And would deserve and it. I, exactly. I would be happy with any of them. So, does it need to be asked who's your – who would you like to be the queen um, to win? I want each of them for different reasons. I would love to see Rosé win just because... I was like, don't even say I love that. Her. Just say who you want to win. You want yes, to see Rosé win. I do. But I also think that... Who do you think will win? It's a really tough one. Because like you said, for different reasons, any of them could. I think Got Mixed platform is so important. I can't pick. And I think... Simone's platform is important as well. They're all important. Rosé has less of a platform. Rosé is just good. a fucking talented queen. Yeah. Um, My gut yeah. wants Simone to win. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. And I think it's because I identify with Simone putting so much pressure on herself mm-hmm. that that's me being – like 
that's what I identify with and I want that person to win because I want myself to succeed, which is maybe really self-centered. Well, and that's probably like, I see a lot of myself in Rosé as well of like that perfectionist quality, a little bit perfectionist, like the work ethic of like, and also there's sort of this, um, but then I kind of want Mick to win, but I kind of want Mick to win too. Yeah, exactly. So look, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Rosé because I'm going to stick to my guns of what I've been shouting about all season. But really, I would love... I'm going to say Simone because I think of all the queens, she's taken my breath away the most this... That's fair. In, in that all is different... completely fair. Best lip syncs, best looks. I'm going to say Simone. That X factor there for me is Simone and it breaks my heart to say that because I'm like, but I love Got Me. Can I love Rosé? Candy can stay. Well, Candy, <laughs> but Candy, I've really... On gut instinct, it's Simone for me. And I think that's all I can say about that. And I'm kind of going with my heart more so yeah. than gut with Rosé. Well. As in like, it's not necessarily my I gut feeling th- of like, oh, I think she's going to win. I just oh, I don't really think, love I don't necessarily think Simone's going to win. So when I say gut, I mean my heart. Like that's yeah. who I want to win. But it makes me feel sad because I, I want well, the Well, and exactly. Well. I say I'm going to stick with Rosé because I've been chatting about it all season. But I think I would also be, I'm going to be excited heartbroken. and heartbroken <laughs> like no matter what Whereas, the outcome to be honest like, with you there's been previous seasons where like even last season jada essence Gigi good and crystal, crystal method. method i didn't necessarily feel that way yeah that's true actually i feel like i'm a bit more emotionally invested and i don't know why with these three and yeah i don't know like why i either. like them all relatively equally for different reasons yes. whereas last year I had a clear winner in mind uh-huh. and I think you did too uh-huh. and that was that. Well, and it was interesting because last season we had a clear winner in mind, but we also had our personal favorite who we kind of didn't think stood a chance, but just fucking loved her. And then quite frankly, the other one kind of took it out. And then at the end of the day, we were going, well, yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, For those that don't know what we're talking about in case it's like, this is a very boring conversation. So we adored Crystal Method from day one and it just got stronger and stronger. Gigi Good was our clear winner from day one as well. And Jada Essence Hall grew on us, but we were like, it's Gigi's for the taking. And when Jada Essence Hall won, it made sense though. Because in that finale performance, we're like, yeah. Yeah. And I Absolutely. would love to see that finale live. As oh. in, I would love to see what that finale... I think we would have seen a completely different... And I'm not even saying Gigi would win. No. I just think we would have just seen... A different show. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, completely happy Jada Essence Hall won. Mm-hmm. But we had Gigi Good picked from the beginning. Yeah. So... Just to put context to our... Whereas this year, I'm like, literally any of those three could take it. And I would be so happy for any three of them and I would be heartbroken for the other two no matter what happens yeah like it's a win win lose lose kind well, of situation well we will know shortly um, um, and I can't wait to see what they do with this finale so I think we've got one more um, workroom episode then we should have a reunion and then I assume the finale we're getting there now Slowly you're getting surely. <laughs> we will see you next week for our thoughts of the whatever happens and uh, have a great have week. Great week. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye.